You're listening to WXXI News. I'm Beth Adams. Fentanyl is killing tens of thousands of Americans each year. The synthetic opioid is much more powerful than heroin and morphine. It's often found mixed in with other drugs. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer was at a Plattsburgh hospital this week promoting a bill that aims to tackle the country's fentanyl crisis at its source. Kara Chapman has more. Speaking in the Champlain Valley Physicians Hospital boardroom, Senator Chuck Schumer said Clinton County has seen firsthand the devastation fentanyl can have on a community. He said local law enforcement have seized 2,500 bags of the powerful drug this year. In the past two years, Clinton County has seen 29 deaths from opioid overdoses. For a county like this, that's a heck of a lot. According to the CDC, more than two-thirds of overdose deaths in 2022 involve synthetic opioids like fentanyl. Schumer says it's been hard to address fentanyl because it's relatively cheap and easy to make, is prevalent in other drugs, and comes from overseas. Chinese companies, with the Chinese government just looking the other way and winking, sends the precursor chemicals that are made into fentanyl. They send them to Mexico. Mexico then, uh, in its labs, these drug dealers and others, changes it into fentanyl and sends it across the border. Schumer says the Senate has added a bill to the National Defense Authorization Act to try to tackle the problem by going after China and Mexico. The Fendoff Fentanyl Act would declare international fentanyl trafficking a national emergency. Schumer says it would also give President Joe Biden emergency powers to put sanctions on China and even Mexico if they don't help stop the flow of fentanyl. He says passage of the bill was broadly bipartisan, so it has a good chance of becoming law. But now it's up to the Republican-led House to take it up. Um, If the House heeds the call... We will fight this horrible crisis with the toughest thing we can do to a foreign country um, economically, which is tough economic sanctions. Crystal Brandt says she doesn't think the government is doing enough to address addiction. She's a recovery coach with Champlain Valley Family Center who works at the hospital and one of the people who flanked Schumer during his remarks. Brandt says a big issue in this area is the lack of available beds for people in crisis. To a person who is in a mental health crisis or uh, an addiction crisis um, and they, they want help right now and they can't get it, they go back out and, you know, they're most likely it's probably not going to come back in to ask for help again because of getting that no answer. Brandt, who's been in recovery from addiction for more than three years, says there should be more conversations about addiction in government circles. She also says the focus for addressing fentanyl should be on the southern border, where much of it gets into the U.S. I think they're doing a good job. I think it could be more prevalent, though, because it's, it, fentanyl's killing the young generation. Schumer says the NDAA and thus the Fendoff Fentanyl Act need to be passed by the end of the year. In Plattsburgh, I'm Kara Chapman for WXXI News. Three months after construction started on their new stadium, the Buffalo Bills are already facing a budget crunch. The latest projections have the team on the hook for as much as $300 million in cost overruns. That's according to unnamed sources who spoke to the Associated Press. The bills are contractually required to cover any overruns beyond the then-agreed-to cost of $1.4 billion. As part of a tentative deal the team reached with New York State and Erie County 16 months ago, increased labor and material costs were cited for the increased price. Newly appointed bill COO John Roth called the projections premature and speculative at best. 
A federal lawsuit alleges the University of Rochester was negligent and reckless in its handling of student and employee records, leading to a massive data breach in May. As WXXI's Brian Sharp reports, the university has now joined a growing list of institutions facing lawsuits over the cyber attack. It's been more than two months since hackers targeted the file transfer software called MoveIt, and the number of victims is still being tallied. Tech security firms tracking the breach have counted upwards of 600 organizations affected, involving some 40 million individuals worldwide. The breadth of the breach is massive, impacting an array of institutions, from New York City public schools to Shell Oil and British Airways to the Louisiana and Oregon DMVs. Back in early June, UR was among the first North American institutions to publicly report the breach. Now, the university has become one of the many being sued. The proposed class action lawsuit was filed in U.S. District Court by Natasha Benton Hill, identified as a UR student. She claims the university did not adequately safeguard sensitive records and after the breach was slow to notify everyone affected, including her. The file management system is used to send and receive large quantities of data, like billing statements or pension records, files that often include sensitive information. Brian Sharp, WXXI News. In a statement, a University of Rochester spokesperson declined to discuss the pending lawsuit, but said the university was prompt and thorough in responding to the attack and continues to evaluate and modify its cybersecurity practices. There is a new development in a lawsuit we reported on earlier this week against Greestown Supervisor Bill Rylick. WXXI's Gino Finelli says Monroe County DA Sandra Dorley is looking into it. Well, it seems now that the district attorney's office is opening an investigation into the allegations made in the federal lawsuit against Bill Rylick that he used his deputy commissioner of public works as unpaid labor at his so-called Hot Rod Ranch, uh, his classic car reselling business. Rylick did not immediately return our call requesting comment, and the town of Greece has declined to comment on pending litigation. Maureen Bass, the attorney for Bobby Johnson, the former public works official suing the town and its top officials for more than $5 million, responded with a very brief statement when asked about the DA's investigation. Bass said she and and her client, Hope Justice, is served. You can find more local news on our website, wxxinews.org.